Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation, reconciling men to God, their families, and society. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Put a Word on It. We're here at this wonderful campus for Men of Valor. It all started with a dream by Carl Carlson, a tough man, a big guy, spent so many years in prison, came out, God changed his life, and he said, I've got to do something for the men that have been on the inside, and how they get out, and how their lives can be changed by this as well. It's like a dream come true, but as we know, know, most men have a wonderful woman behind them who's motivated them, and that's who we want you to meet. It's Karen. Karen's story and she's so tender and gentle and yet met this man this tough guy and the two of them came together and made magic here's Karen Karen I love being with you you've, you've got such a smile such a radiance about you you're so pleasant how in the world did you ever <laughs> get together with Carl who who's kind of different to a lot of people well I guess it's for that very reason I don't know he um he just turned up one day. We were both at Trevecca Nazarene College. It's a university now. And um, I was walking on campus. It was my second time back. And so now I was a full-time employee and working part-time. And I lived very close to the school, and I'd walk to the school. I had for a long time, and all of a sudden, this fellow would turn up. I would just see him, you know, in the pathway and wherever I went on campus, and I would smile at him like I, you know, I just would, and and, uh, he would always say hello, but he didn't know me, and I didn't know him, and then sometimes I'd see him with some of his friends, and then one day I was at work, and he comes knocking on my office door and introduced himself, and um, I kind of felt like I knew him by then. I'd seen him so often, but it was nice to meet him. And um, he wanted to know if we could go out for some coffee, and it was safe. You know, we were on campus. So so we did that, and then the next thing you know, we were dating. And I don't know. There was just something about him. He kind of reminded me of every other fellow I had not known, you know. And they had all been immature, closer to my age, and... Um, I mean, I liked them. They were nice boys, but he was different, and I was older by then at 22. I don't know. We just were very different in our personalities, but we hit it off, and I trusted him. Was this before he had these troubles that you guys no, met, he or was there actually, he gotten out? Yes. he. Well, he was sort of out. He was In those days, they had a, a um, kind of a transition program, so he was behind the walls, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Every night, but he got out during the day on a pre-release program to go to either work or school, and he chose school. And he had met some of the professors while he was behind bars. They had Trevecca had a program in those days, and they would go in and teach the men. He got his GED through through prison, and then. These men would minister to him, too. These were men of God, professors at Trevecca. And John Chilton, who is still alive. And then um, 
some others who have passed on that meant a lot to him. And that's not who brought him to the Lord, though. He had already found the Lord by that time because his brother had visited him. But tell me this, though. How did he, well, how did he tell you about his past? And how did you react to all of a sudden, here's this guy telling me about his prison yeah, life? Yeah, well, it was on our second or third date. And it was uh, my birthday. I was 23, I think. Yeah. And, and he just had to tell me. He knew he had to tell me. So he did. I can't really tell you all the words he said, except that he let me know he had been in prison and was really almost out, but not completely that odd story. And I was very kind about it, I remember, but quite shocked. I didn't see that coming, and I never would have planned on something like that. I was raised in a small church, you know, and and that kind of thing. And my father was quite formidable. Maybe that's why I was attracted to Carl, too, because he was formidable in a kind way. But my dad never liked any of the guys I dated, so I knew he wouldn't like this. But he did once he met him. He really did. Even with his background? Yes, he gave me his full blessing, which was unbelievable, because he could see something. You know, he knew I could trust him. Isn't that remarkable? Very. To trust somebody that has been through what he had been through. And this is what my dad said uh, when I told him. He said, honey, but by God's grace, I could have been in prison myself for the things nobody knows about and most of the men I know. When did he tell you about his vision for men of valor? Well, that came so many years later. Well, he had, he loved the kids. And so for a long time, we worked with kids. We were house parents. I was 25 years old working with 15-year-old boys. and um, But Carl was 10 years older than me. They loved him. They made fun of him and mocked him, but they loved him because he was so genuine. And he really, they knew he had his their interests at heart. And he had been one of them, you know, as a child. And they knew his story. And it was a miracle that he was even hired to work with kids right out of prison mm -hmm. in those days. But anyway, that's what we did. We worked with children. And then YCAP came along, and that was with kids, too. It's still going on. And then, so, after YCAP, we'd been there about 11 years. Carl had some really hard times um, trying to relate to all the, um, let's see, the political correctness and everything, you know, how that is. Good, good people at the Y, though. They really took good care of us, but he began to burn out. And so they gave us a year's sabbatical. He had just to find his way again. And he got called during that time to go visit prison again to some of the kids in YCAP who had ended up in prison. And he didn't want to go because prison was a fearful thing. His experience had been, you know, not good. But he went anyway, and then he met with this young fella and said whatever he always said to boys. Um, and then another, he told me this, uh, as he was leaving, another fella came up to him and said, could you please come back and talk to me next time? And so he did, of course. I have no idea who these boys were, these young men, but God knows. And um, he began to think about what he was going to do with the rest of his life. And he said, I'll just go into the prisons, you know. And he said, honey, is that okay with you? And I said, hey, you know, whatever God's leading you to, I'm all about, you know. And he seemed to be a little 
um, blown away by that. He told me that. He said, how can you trust me with this when we have four children and how are we going to provide for them? And I said, I don't know. I, I don't really remember what I said, but I don't know how we'll do it, but we'll do it if that's what God wants us to do. So we did. <laughs> and that now has been 24 years ago. It's the faith of a wife to a man that's been incarcerated, because we've talked to a lot of guys. That's so part. If you hadn't given uh, your spirit and hadn't said, I'll go with you, you do whatever you want to, that encouragement, he might not have done it. I think that's why the Lord brought us together, because when I look back on it, I'm thinking, why in the world did I say yes to a man who was still virtually in prison, who was rough around the edges, who had no real understanding of how to walk with God. Why did I? And then because I had not been raised that way, you know, you had to be super careful all the time. Um, but I did. And the Lord did that for me, I think, because Carl was really an incredibly good husband mm. and father. But most people, a lot of people see the Art guys, we need to do this. And he did and, that. He was that way. But you know, he was kind to those guys. He loved them and had a soft heart toward them. But that was his whole exterior, which I think, I mean, that was a personality God gave him. He was that way. He was the youngest drill sergeant in um, his part of the army back in that day. You know, it was before I met him, he was in the army. I mean, so. You know, I don't know. He just was like that. And that's why the boys in the group whom I mentioned earlier mm -hmm. were always kind of mocking him. I could hear them through the, the vents, you know, walking around, being harsh. and uh, uh, But I would just laugh at them because they were mocking him, but they loved him. Is there a story about I love the name Men of Valor. Yeah. Because it's David's men, the rubble, the guys that yeah, nobody wanted right. to have around. And he called them men of valor. It just chills me. That's the exact story you got it from. Yeah. Oh. David's mighty men of valor. Feeding into the hearts of these men that have got, that are getting out. Do you think he ever envisioned where it's gone? Well, it actually was his vision because when he got out of prison, there was no um, discipling. Other than those professors who had ministered to him, um, behind the walls, and he was their friends uh, until either they died or he died. I mean, he kept in contact with these men, and there were more than I mentioned. Um, just, that's a good school. Um, but yes, yeah, so the Mighty Men of Valor came from knowing what it's like to be a vagabond, to be an outcast, um, and yet having a heart, you know, to go on and take on a mission. God took Moses up to the mountain to look at the promised land, but he didn't go in. Yeah. And he took uh, Carl home before. Before he got to see it. And back to that question I didn't really answer along the same lines. When he got out and was there was no one to disciple him, he had to make them. He found them. He was that type. He would find people to um, help him. And he knew because he got educated. He got he went through Treveca with honors. He went through, he got his master's degree at TSU with honors. Later, he got an honorary doctorate from Treveca, but that mm -hmm. was in 2008, many years later. But um, he knew that you've got to have help afterwards, after you get out of prison, or you're probably going back because you go when you get out, you go back to your old friends, your old ways. You don't know what to do or how to find. Even if you found the Lord in prison, you don't know what to do. Nobody wants to hire you. And so it already, once he got back into prison ministry, 
he realized you've got to have aftercare. And so that came along. We had a little halfway house on Tampa Drive for a while. But this was always a vision. He knew the vision and had it drawn up, and he just didn't. And he knew the land. He saw this land, but no, he didn't get to see it. So, But that's okay. Yes, and it was devastating. He died in his sleep, just, um, you know, I had no idea. He had been suffering, but I didn't think he was going to die. And uh, But yet I was at peace with it. I knew right where he was. You seem at peace with life the way it is right now. Yeah. And the joy of being here a part of it. Yes. Maybe our program has put a word on it. Is yeah. there a word for you? Yes, there is a word for me. And um, there's so many. But the word I've chosen is trust. And it's because I did learn very early on, very early on, to trust God and to trust my parents, including my dad. And that's how I knew Carl, I think I could trust him. And it's a good way to go through life. It's very easy to lose trust because so many things are happening. There's so much, sometimes you meet up with corruption or deception or people who will hurt you. We all have. I have. And, but I always trusted my husband and I trust all the men he's hired. He has hired the staff here are second to none, as he used to say. All good, praying, honorable people. And nobody does it perfectly. Sometimes, I mean, we all make mistakes, and we've all been found untrustworthy here and there. But God we can trust. So, of course, that's in Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yes. But I have another one. What is that? Psalm 28.7. And it says, the Lord is the strength. He is my strength and my shield. I trust in him. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. And then it goes on to say, my heart leaps for joy, and I give thanks to him in song. Mm. Yeah, I love that one. And I found that one on my own like years ago because I was looking for scripture that had trust and joy in it, and I didn't. I don't remember why, but I needed it. And I went through all of Proverbs and Psalms, and I landed on that one. Wow. I just think it's a good one. It's a perfect one. Yeah. You're a joy to be around. God Thank bless you. you. you your, your light shines in this campus, and these men see it, and, and you know Carl sees it. So I think so. Well, let me put a word on it, and I love her word, trust, but we all know, as I started to say in there, Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, but she had her own verses that mean the world to her. Trust means everything. For her to trust a man who had been in prison, it's one of the biggest things we battle all the time. Guys, they get out saying, nobody trusts me. I'm not sure I can trust myself, but you can trust in the Lord above who can change your life. And he did in Carl Carlson. He's helped establish all of what we see here in the whole vision of Men of Valor. And Karen was such a wonderful part of all of that. He is now smiling and able to join the fruits of what has happened. So thank you. Thanks for joining us. Another edition of Put a Word on It. You've been listening to Put a Word on It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movnashville.com.